Hello and welcome back to the Raining Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yes. Uh, With Love is Blind After the Altar Recap. Yes. So we are covering After the Altar because guess what's happening this week? Season three. Oh, wait. I don't know. I don't know. Season how many more huh? how many more Shayna's? what was the other one the first season Shayna and Jessica uh, Jessica's can't <laughs> like y'all can't have the same formula every season I do not want anybody to be misled into marriage under the false pretenses of trying to get closer to somebody else like I don't want that again okay y'all baby so and if you're gonna do it she can't be blonde I'm just <laughs> something with the blondes on this show ain't it something with the blondes but mm-hmm. um yeah so this is after the altar and since after the altar was released two of the couples have since divorced and that is Jared and Ayana who the fuck didn't see that coming and Nick and Danielle also who the fuck didn't see that coming I ain't care about Nick and Danielle <laughs> That should have been a no because sis was off the chain during yeah, the season. She's she's Lindy. Yeah. Oh God. But anywho, so there were three episodes for this after the altar, and let's just kind of we'll just we'll just go down and just comment on what's been happening. So mm-hmm. Shayna is engaged to her sugar daddy Christos. Mm-hmm. I don't care what she want to call it, uh, Jared. Mm-hmm a perpetual disappointment you know he says that he's been struggling with putting his wife first and coming home at four o'clock in the morning sir sir you're doing everything but being at home with your wife and that's that speaks volumes and you know mm-hmm. not surprised because we find out that Ayana had moved out and I don't blame her because what the fuck am I home for if you're not going to be there Um, the universe is trying to kill Nick and Danielle because every time they try to go on a vacation, they're either about to drown or, uh, get caught on fire or some shit. Uh, (laughs) that shit was funny. That shit took me down. (laughs) And then Ayana says that, you know, she doesn't want to adjust her level of love just because she beefed out with her husband. And, Clearly, neither one of y'all are Justin because Jared still wants to be a single man. But did we expect anything less from Jared? Because I certainly didn't, especially if he chose you as runner up. Listen, um, I don't want to waste too much time on Jared and Ayana. <laughs> um, I, I really don't. Like, we've had this conversation too many we done times beat it to at death. this point. Yeah. So all I know is, like, this is really, really awkward. Yes. Um. Jared should be making better decisions in regards to his wife and deciding yep. to be married. Yes, obviously. And, you know, you know, Ayana is doing what she needs to do for her, right? Especially since... Hopefully. Especially since, you know, she had the unfortunate 
uh, circumstance of having to say yes after being runner-up. You know what I'm saying? So even if, you know, even if it was or wasn't, it still looks that way and you have a lot of doubt to fight, like, Jared, you got to work with her. You know, you got to meet her halfway. Mm-hmm. And, and and coming home at least one, I think, should have been a compromise before a.m. Like, you might as well stay where you was at. You wouldn't have had no choice. Because, listen, I feel like, and not just with Diana and Jared, I think just for, like, mature adult relationships right you a grown man you're a grown woman no one is going to put you on a curfew right right but there is a time when it has now become disrespectful for your ass to be out you see what i'm saying and to me after a certain time whatever that is you can just stay where you at honestly truthfully respectfully yeah i mean you know yeah it's it's just the way it should be and like nobody should be having to tell you this he tried to spin his story about you know strict and be you know having now because you were grown up now. when he was young but you like you a grown man and nobody told you to come on this show so and get a, a wife and so it's like when you make these decisions you gotta have to be able to follow through and like i feel like you, you put yourself in positions like he would have these jobs, whether it was security or bartender, I don't remember. But it's like you're setting yourself up for failure because you know your wife doesn't want you to be out. And, like, I could see, like, I think he needed maybe, like, a day or two, maybe the weekend to get the, get his rocks off as far as, like, staying out late. But Monday mm-hmm. through Friday, you should be able to comply. Like, there should not be yeah. a situation where you got to be at a club late every night. Like, that's weird. I really just want him and um, Alexis to find each other, you know? Clearly, because, <laughs> and, and again, no one is saying don't go out, but multiple times per week till four o'clock yeah. in the morning, sir, you wasting mm-hmm. time. Anywho, yeah. let's get off of them. So the first episode was really fluffy to me until the very end, and it really kicked up the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. So towards the end of the first installment of after the altar mm-hmm. sal shows up right mm-hmm. and he shows up with his girlfriend jesse they're jessador you know and mallory is clearly feeling some type of way i want to talk about mallory for just a second because i feel like her energy did i miss something for her to be feeling as sad as she's been feeling because I didn't really think that she likes Sal like that, but to see her like this wrong. I told you she did. Sal just couldn't get over the bar conversation. I told you she was going to, she picked Sal. She was going to pick Sal on on the wedding day. She wanted to be with that man. He just couldn't handle the stuff. Like he was bent out of shape behind a lot of stuff. So she really wanted to be with him. She picked him. She liked him. I, I saw that. Like, no, he wasn't like, you know, like extremely suave and debonair, whatever she imagined. But she did like him. She knew that she could build a life with him. She did. It was genuine. And it's unfortunate you got to see her sad without him to understand. Okay. She did. <laughs> I hey you got it crystal you got it you got it (laughs) um okay so they're still at um the house and you know deep d is carrying kyle around i don't know why this is very weird um sal says that he met jesse at his sister's birthday party 
Um, the producer's messy as fuck. How long were you dating before you showed her your ukulele? Um, I thought that was cute. And so Ayana and Natalie go off to chat. Now, let, let me put a pin for just a second. Mm-hmm. Natalie is Alexis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, wor- but worse. But worse. Yeah. Yeah, like she's a messy motherfucker, and and cl- and clearly, um, miserable in a lot of miserable, ways. Miserable, 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 extreme. But she was miserable during the show, though, if I'm remembering correctly. I, um, I just at, at this point, she ain't had to come back. I feel like if if y'all didn't work out, then you ain't after no altar. I mean, I guess y'all didn't make it past the altar, really. Y'all had an altar. Y'all went separate ways. I ain't need no follow-up on this if y'all didn't get back together. I yeah. Ain't getting it. Like, she's uh, like a sore thumb. She is. No, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, So, Ayana's talking with... And Ayana, you know, she's got to do a better job of picking the people that she chooses to have around her because I don't think that Natalie's got a genuine bone in her body. But anywho... She's um, she says that she's not going to move back in for mental health. You know, long story short, Jared's a good guy. He's just a shitty husband. But who didn't realize that that was going to happen? Jared's on the couch. He's talking with the guys and he's like, marriage's really been a struggle. Um, Ayana doesn't think that he cares. Well, you haven't really shown her anything to the contrary. So um, deep D and Kyle. Right. So we know by the end of this thing, he finally, you know, gives her his letterman's jacket and a pen and asked him to ask her to go steady. Right. Mm-hmm. I also can see why they were hesitant because I, I can totally relate to not wanting to ruin a, a friendship if a relationship goes sour. However, the way these two was laying it on as thick as they were, like the line was blurry as fuck at this part at this point anyway, because neither one of you were dating outside of FaceTiming each other all night and falling asleep on the phone. Yeah, they they were dating. They just didn't want the labels. OK, uh, Kyle and Sal have a juggling competition, I guess. Um Jared and Ayana go off to have a chat meaningless because we know how it all panned Mm -hmm. out. Let's talk about this wine tasting outing. You know what, Danielle, based on your track record with vacations, why in the fuck would you have these people on this goddamn wagon in the middle of winter in Michigan? Mm -mm -mm. I wouldn't have went. I wouldn't have went. I wouldn't have either. You put me especially, in a vehicle, or I'm not if going. Five minutes up the way, especially they had to be out there for a long time. I just, it just was dumb. Yeah, they said the wine was turning into slush in the cup. And shout out, shout out to um, the special guest appearances from these goddamn golden goblets because they were every fucking where. Hilarious. Even at people's houses, how in the fuck? Where did these goblets come from? I know, didn't Jared and Ayana bring them to the house? But even Sal houses? had them at um, his sister's houses. Well, I, I don't know. Everybody can't. <laughs> after being exposed to a gold goblet, you can't go back. I don't know, child. It's just silly to me. But I really wanted you to point to the fact, because this is, this is really what's important to me. 
Right. What you got? Do you really think Sal's girlfriend is his girlfriend? No. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like he pulled a stunt bringing her there. I don't think so. You, when I say out of his league, I mean out of his league. This chick don't care 10 cent about Sal. And I, I was not believing it. I was not. I don't buy it. I don't try it. That's how I feel. Like, this is disrespectful. He he came to make Mallory mad because apparently he saw things differently. He took that whole experience, experience completely different from what was actual to her heart and what she claims happened. Sal is uh, bitter, and he had to upstage like nobody's business. This girl looks like upstaging. Now, that's it. They ain't had a real relationship. She was just there to prove a point and enjoy doing so. So, so yes, I, I get that. And I definitely thought that because I'm like, she doing too much. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, why are you here? Because, a, a, I, well, Shayna brought her guy, but had Shayna not showed up with her guy, I would have been like, why would you do that? Because I'm supposed to be for the cast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And I don't think that I've ever behaved like that when meeting my partners friends or family for the first time even if it is a house party like i feel like she was definitely putting on you know so what i'm hard, saying so hard like, a lot of sauce just, it was fake it was fake and laughable and that's why i feel like oh girl ended up laughing at some point uh because it was funny it was like what is she doing laughing <laughs> girl, yeah I it was you? a lot and then it also didn't help that um James Avery is getting all of his coin from doing all of these damn relationship shows and and, and this jury, yes. Listen, <laughs> like how Sal get two rings out the deal? He didn't got two rings out their asses. Listen, he just Sal was down to make a point. Hey, I want to I want to upstage my ex, and then I want to propose to this girl before this show is all said and done. Can y'all help me? Oh yes, we have just ring. Yeah, we got fifteen in the back, goddamn. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a lot. Um <sighs> Mallory is sad. And again, I just have a uh I, I get what you're saying, Crystal. I get it one hundred thousand percent. Like you peep something that I didn't, but I also think that clearly this girl doesn't handle rejection well because I don't get I think she's always been doing the rejecting in her dating experiences maybe um and that's i have nothing to back up that statement nothing at all uh <laughs> let's see kyle <laughs> kyle ain't thinking about Shayna. he focused on deep d got that oh when they get to the thing danielle talking about she gonna drink the dump bucket girl i'm sure you would drink the dump bucket weird ass bitch um what else? Uh, I guess that was it. Eighties party. Initial thoughts and feelings on the eighties party. <sighs> Just they ain't had nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> it was it was really weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I just like I I get how. You're watching this show and you just feel like everybody's reaching, you know, they don't really know what to do. Everybody's gotten together, but like, it's mad awkward for some people. Um, 
I just I don't like a lot of the cast. Yeah. You you understand? Like it's, it's so many people I do like and there's so many people I don't like. And like the people that they would have been matched with would have made them likable. But just like Shake didn't show up, I feel like neither should have um what's her name again? Shayna. Not Shayna. What's the other girl name? The one that what? left Teeth at the altar. I can't. The one that left who at the altar? Teeth. Teeth. Keith? Teeth. I'm saying teeth. Teeth. Shane. Whoever left Shane at the altar. Oh, Natalie. 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 <laughs> Natalie shouldn't be there. All I no, can think was his teeth because his smile. Natalie had to be there because Natalie had to get her narrative off that Shane is a goddamn Decepticon. But here's the thing. And also based on the ending of the last episode, which was petty as fuck. And we'll, we can talk about it now or later, whatever you want to do. Was. At the, at the end of the day, let me just say it at the end of the day, Natalie you were intimidated by Shayna purely from the fact that you're just not a good time. You see what I'm saying? Like, do I think that Shayna and Shane have had sex with each other? No. Do I think that they could have sent inappropriate? But see, I need to know what inappropriate means to Natalie because we find out that she ain't produced shit. Now, to me, if I'm trying to slander my ex to my homegirls, I'm showing the screenshots. You see what I'm right. saying? Because you would have took screenshots if it was that bogus. You would have took. I'm sorry. You would have took screenshots if it was that bogus. Period. Even if you would have had to take the picture with your phone, you would have had the evidence. You to see what produce. I'm saying? She played too much. She just full of it. She full and that's of it. she. It, and it further solidified to me that she was full of shit because if I was armed with the receipts that Natalie said that she had, when Shayna showed up with Christos, the way that Natalie fucking just deflated into fucking nothing and could barely say a word lets me know, bitch, that you lying. Because if you was about that action, where did all that bass in your voice go? Because you got Danielle Pitbull ass who was ready to jump, you know, to your defense. And she questioning people and all of this stuff for your defense. Why wouldn't you have produced the receipts? Because I think that they don't exist. Or not, or not to the extent or the capacity that you're putting on, if that makes sense. And you see what I'm saying? Honest, I, I think like dang. Danielle's willingness to take I can't remember this child's name side Natalie <laughs> Natalie's side <laughs> is what probably broke up her marriage because her husband knows like that's ridiculous you're mm-hmm. actually cool with Shayna like you deal with Shayna more how in the hell is it that you gonna just jump to this girl's uh claim so easily because she don't have no loyalty and really don't have no real friends um yeah, it just, it the math just simply doesn't math. And then I agree with Shane, you talking all this shit and I'm not there to defend myself. And I think that if I was Shana, I would have snatched my man up and bounced too because the audacity, bitch. If you can't yeah. say it to me, then we don't have an issue, baby. Until you can say it to me and stop sending your message through subliminals and other people, you mad with yourself because 
I do think that Shane's a good guy. You know, yeah, I think I that he was just with an unreasonable woman and she brought out the worst in him, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, he but, got issues. Don't get me wrong. No, but, yeah, I think it was the circumstance of somebody mm-hmm. who would not be able to forgive. And we know there are people who are out there who just don't do well with forgiving Morgan. Mm-hmm. And so, like, <laughs> it's something... It's something about certain people who struggle with forgiveness and like you will never live up to, even if they gave you another chance, you will never live up to their second chance. Right. Right. So it's like you you do better just moving on and it's unfortunate, but it's real. And you just got to let that be like, once you identify somebody struggles with forgiveness, why put yourself through that? If they're honestly not trying, it's okay. It's okay for them to be struggling through effort, but it's another thing for them not to try at all. And to like, ruin every attempt you make at growth and making things better so there's a difference and like i just i shane i like shane he's one of the few people i actually like from this show so this season of the show rather so yeah shane he'll be fine he'll be fine he'll be fine what were your thoughts on um jesse coming up to talk to mallory it was stupid. Did she even say anything? I don't, even I don't know really she, think so. <laughs> I, I think she was just like, hi. <laughs> girl, like, Jesse said, Jesse said, girl, you were so long ago. Like you, she said, she basically said what Evan Lozada said is you are not a motherfucking factor, bitch. That's basically <laughs> what she said. <laughs> Listen, like, I don't even, I couldn't even make up what the hell it was she said. I'm like, what was that? And then Mallory's in the corner crying. Girl, it was just, I think that was alcohol, Listen, though. It was a lot of alcohol in the room. It was a lot of alcohol in the room. Uh, what's her name again? Natalie. <laughs> Not Natalie. <laughs> That's the only one you keep forgetting. <laughs> forgettable like that's why she was so insecure (laughs) no i'm actually talking about sal's girlfriend oh jesse jesse you know what the fact i think the fact that jesse tried to talk to mallory was Uh like screwed up to mallory because it Mallory walked away because Mallory couldn't make out what the child said. But then she she walks away looking bad like she was not receptive, but she just legit didn't know what she said. Child, and, that shit and Sal was a talking mess. about Sal talking about, see that's why I, I'm glad I, I picked the way I picked. Girl, uh, Sal, Mal did not know what that child said. I rewinded Ugh. and still couldn't figure out what that child said. It did not compute as English to me, and mm. I was so confused. I was like, girl, all you had to do is stand there and be hot. That's it. That's all. And nobody asked you to do nothing else. You, you, you are overselling at this point. You do not care about Sal. Sal would love. I don't even know. Sal worried about you. You out of his league. He know it. Like, yeah. girl. Sal was just that. I, Sal was stunting. That's what you yeah. call a stunt. And Sal I was starting stunting. to think that it is because the fact that they're both saying that each other is a victim, the fact that they're both saying that they need to grow up, like it's just giving. I don't know what it's giving, but um. Oh, another thing that I forgot to mention about uh Natalie. 
was mm-hmm. that um Whom? she really <laughs> only started to look deflated because I do think that Natalie was gonna be on go as soon as Shayna showed up. But when Shayna showed up with her two carrots on her finger, I think that really took the wind out of her sails because does it mean as much when she's a air quotes moved on and you still harboring about some goddamn text messages from six months ago at this point. Yeah. Like I don't think, I don't think she realized that Shayna had moved on and was not mm-hmm. checking for Shane. Like I think a part of her wanted to believe that Shane and Shayna was going to show up together. And that's just not what she got. No, I, tr- I, and I may be a, the biggest fool in the world. Things may not and probably won't work out between Shayna and Christos. But I do think that Shane and Shayna are truly just friends at this point. No, I I do. I I absolutely do. I think I did see Shane kind of get become. He deflated when she said she was engaged. If you remember that scene. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think they did have a connection. And I think when you did have a connection with somebody that you didn't act upon, there's always going to be that mystery there. Like, what if? And I just honestly think at this point, like, Shayna just knows. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I honestly think they, if, if they could get beyond this love is blind stuff, um, I think mm-hmm. they would actually might have a decent relationship or should give it at least a real effort yeah. to see. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would be mad if they tried, and but because I don't like old girl and can't remember her yeah. name for the life. Natalie, I, <laughs> I wouldn't care. Yeah, no, I Girl. get. Um, I don't get. I definitely don't get home record from Shane. Shayna, mm, mm, I don't know. I don't know. But um, I'm sure it's. Anywho, we'll see what happens. But again, point, because so listen, because Shane and Natalie got it. <laughs> because Shane and Natalie tried so many different times, I mm-hmm. think Shane and Natalie know at this point. If not Natalie, Shane at least knows he be wasting his time to try. Even though he says he always have love for her, I feel like he knows like he be wasting his time to try with her because she's so finicky, right? So I think that if he just like if whatever didn't work out with Shayna and Kristoff or whatever, and they actually gave it honest effort, it might actually work. They would both have to be beyond the Love Is Blind cast and all those mm-hmm. people because that's that's the kind of thing that she would always feel like was you know throwing salt in your game or whatever. But Agreed. I feel like give it a few years and y'all revisit this thing if nobody's really married and preoccupied and see where it goes because they did connect. And they would have liked each other upon sight. They would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Okay, now we're to the final episode. Um, Danielle says that she feels disrespected, that she didn't know that Shayna was doing all this dirty shit behind Natalie's back. Well, bitch, how would you know? Because you don't pay attention to nothing because you're so goddamn aloof. Um, Natalie's face is getting flatter and flatter over in that corner, and I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> she over there looking like drop dead Fred. Li- um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question: Why did Natalie send Danielle to do her dirty work? Um, do you think there were even dirty messages sent? I think we answered that question. No, is Christos being a fool? Maybe. 
time will Maybe, tell. Maybe, but I mean, I feel like, I mean, he he's the kind of fool it works out for. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's the kind of fool, if he really got all that money, you sit up there and make a life with. I'm just saying, he ain't bad looking and he rich. Come on now, we gonna make this work, foolish. Yeah. Show live. Uh, it's the morning after the house is fucking trashed. And I'm That's like, horrible. why, why is nobody helping to clean up? Cause Nick and Danielle definitely let everybody bounce from their house without a, ain't nobody had a garbage bag in their hand on the way out the door. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. We wouldn't have trashed the house that much. I'm sorry. It's just not, it's, it's no amount of trashing a house. But you know, I, I'm, you know what? Probably Nick and Danielle need to clean it up because it was Nick and Danielle that trashed the house. Probably. They cut a fool. Because I could see Danielle just being ridiculous for no reason. Mm. Well, she did say that a lot of that trash was probably hers. So, um, Ayana and Jared are having a love and basketball moment. Very fitting. Very telling. Um, Shut up. <laughs> their parents are going to meet for the first time since the holidays. And Ayana has talked to her parents about what's been going on. And Jared hasn't. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, there's that question how are Nick and Danielle letting everybody leave without cleaning um, Sal's meeting up with his siblings Victoria and Daisy and he's he gassing Jesse up things are seem so effortless he thinking about proposing how long have they fucking been dating cause his sisters was like first of all goddamn, pump the brakes you know and then Sal says that he's done protecting Mallory and he's basically about to air her out. And he says that a week before the wedding, they were supposed to go shopping and she never showed up. And when he called her, she was slurring his words. And while he was walking down the street, a cup of coffee fly out the window. And when he looked over, it's Mallory in the car with a dude arguing. And Mallory hears the story and laughs and disbelieves and says, that was my good friend. He know there was nothing malicious going on with this man. I can't believe Sal would say that. Did you so, stand? Did you stand the man up or not? Nah? Um, I feel like plans could have changed, and and because he was already so, you know, broken up from you know the scene with Jared and Mallory, that anything she could have did after the fact was just gonna be problematic for him. I just at this point I don't know what to believe or who to believe, but I have a hard time believing. This chick is going to be over there that sad behind Sal if she didn't have true feelings. She she really feels, I, she feels, she's heartbroken. The child is heartbroken. She got signs of heartbreak. And and he just sees it his way. And she understands there's nothing she can do to fix it because he refuses to understand where she's coming from. Okay. Um... <laughs> I like no I agree I don't know what to, I don't know what or who to believe because they both he seems indifferent which I think that he's masking because he's probably still just as hurt and that's why Jesse's here right mm-hmm. and I think that Mallory has just got enough sense to just be by herself right now until she right. can process the hurt right right um so where am I where am I um Oh, so that's why I was like, is that why Mallory has such a long face the entire time? Uh, Vicky and Daisy clearly don't like Mallory, but it's starting to... F- Sal putting sauce on a lot of this shit. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to James Avery. Boom. So now we're <laughs> with Jared and... <laughs> my notes be petty as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
now we're to Jared and Ayana with the meeting of the parents. And so before we go into the details overall, how did you feel about the interaction? The parents mm-hmm. and Jared? Well, just, just I, the whole dinner in and of itself. I mean, I just, at this point, I was just like, you know, we already know what happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I really wasn't invested in their scenes, you know? So yeah. it was just like, it is what it is. Clearly they could not come uh, to a understanding. Clearly they couldn't make it work, clearly. So like all of this is like pointless. Should Jared and Ayana held off a little longer? Before like this aired and maybe they did and maybe that's when the news came out. I don't really know. But all I know is like knowing that watching this, I just didn't pay attention. To me, it was pointless. Yeah. Here's my another question that I have because I come from a broken family. Mm -hmm. Is it normal for the in-laws to have so much say and input on your marriage? Does that make sense what I'm trying to ask? Yes, it does. I think it's normal for a lot of people, and I think it, it it's abnormal for others, you know? I think it depends on your dynamic. You know, like, think about all the people who put so much investment in what their parents think of their partners, mm-hmm. right? And then think of the people who wouldn't care what their parents thought. You know, I think it depends on the family dynamic to determine how much their opinions will impact the relationship. Because otherwise, I just, I, I can't really say. Like, I feel like for me, like, uh, mom can have an opinion, but I'm not going to rest on it. It's not going to make my decision, you know? Yeah. That makes sense to you? Like, I, she, yeah, like you no, know, I'm I not the it. kind of person that's like, oh, my mom has to like you or, oh, well. No, that's not me. Yeah, like, I get it and I can appreciate it. It just felt a bit awkward to me. You know, Jerry was in the like hot. Go ahead. It was awkward because he wasn't up front with his parents, which le- le- yeah, which let me maybe know that's what it was, which let me know that he knows he's wrong. And so I couldn't even side with Jared because like the only reason you're not keeping your parents abreast of what's happening in your situation is because, you know, you're making poor decisions. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's why it had me feeling like a little uncomfortable is a strong word but I definitely was like it's a lot of opinions and they both just sitting there letting their parents like not berate them but just be like you fucking up you know what I'm saying right because Jared was and yeah I mean and I don't know like I didn't get a good feel of Ayana like I didn't get good vibes from Ayana on this after the altar installment the whole thing like I didn't walk away feeling like I liked her more or less. I just kind of was like, whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. I hear you. So, I mean, I just, it was kind of a hard thing to watch and care about knowing the outcome. Yeah. Um... Colin Deep D stop wasting time. They go steady now. Great. Shane mm-hmm. meets up with Shayna the next morning to spill well not or whenever they get back to Chicago to spill some tea. Um Shayna isn't meeting <laughs> I said I said Shayna isn't meeting with Shane to protect his honor. She needs him to get their story straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, 
where are the texts? Like, God, so like, come on. Like, this was the opportunity. If you was going to air it out, this was the opportunity. And she simply didn't. Um, but Shane said, ultimately, there's no trust between him and Natalie. And that's why, you know, the shit didn't work out. And he's not dating. He's working on himself. And he might be moving to Panama. And, um, you know, they take a selfie. They said, let's give him something to talk about. And that was and a wrap on that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. If nothing else, like, let's make them think what they want to think. Because we have no control over it either way. Period. I appreciate that. And so, like, I, I will always like Shane. Shane is a different story. But I don't hate her. Mm-hmm. I totally don't care about Natalie. Thank God I remembered her name. <laughs> I feel bad for Mallory. Ayana is weird. And so is Danielle. The guys, I feel like, will be just fine. I feel bad for, what's his name, Nathan? Who? What's Danielle's husband's name? Nick. I feel bad for Nick for having to put up with that nutcase for so long. No, Um, I can't can't feel bad for Nick. Let me tell you why I can't feel bad for Nick. Because... Danielle trying to kill that man because she's like, he needs to expand his palate. And we know how I feel about a man with a childish ass palate. It was giving Mark Mark. the shark. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that shit is so unattractive to me. To Mm -hmm. me. I'm like, no fish. What do you say? No fish, no gluten. Uh, no red dye number 49, bitch. Like, Girl, you just sound like <laughs> real life and death allergies. You're going to judge this man on top of he got a goddamn childish palate when he would die if he not. ate the stuff. No, you, you better stop. Listen. Those were not allergies. That's because he keep watching goddamn Netflix documentaries and he's actively choosing not to eat certain things. Now, she said he just added shrimp to the list. Now, we really shouldn't be eating shrimp. That's a whole other story for a whole other day. But listen, I I don't blame him because I feel like I can't get on Instagram without finding finding out something going to give me counsel and it's already in my pantry. (laughs) So, I'll be like, damn it, I don't care about nothing no more. Clearly, I got to go. Child, but... um. We wrapped this shit up with Ayana moving her Tupperware back into the house and them eating some wedding cake. I don't know why he wasted his money on this shit. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Mallory tells the coffee story. We don't believe you. You need more people. Um, And nobody has seen the fucking DMs or texts. And that was it. That was it. That was after the altar. It was really a waste. (laughs) Of time. Of time, I I just again I still feel bad for Nick because he tried to entertain his nutcase for so long, and it just she was what? unraveling during the season. I'm like, this bitch is off her rocker, off her rockers, and he tried to make sense of it. So he needs to get therapy so he can be in tip top shape for whoever comes next in his life. And um, that's really all I know. Well, I look forward to the season premiere this Wednesday, October the 19th. Um, I think they usually release like four or six episodes the first week. So we'll take our time and watching them and, you know, do our recaps accordingly. This really, because it doesn't come out weekly, it comes out in little bursts. I feel like it'll be best to just recap them in the little pouches that they come out. in. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got some letters. Here are our options. You ready? Okay. We got a dirty ass fiance. Mm. We've got my best friend has turned into a QAnon weirdo. Oh my. 
we got a mom who, uh, oh no, we've got, yeah, a mom whose son caught his fiance cheating with his brother. And then we got, um, a boyfriend who is putting his girlfriend's life in danger. Also tragic. Let's talk about the dirty fiance. <laughs> dirty fiance. All right. Mm. Help. Are you there? My fiance started working from home and became disgusting. Oh. My fiance has started to telecommute full time and it is affecting our relationship. He has turned into a complete slob, unkempt beard, PJs day in and out, eating junk food, slacking on chores. We used to both be vigilant about keeping up with the house, but but now if I want the dishes done before I come home to cook, I have to do them myself. I have to fight traffic, get groceries, and come home to the equivalent of a teenager playing video games. I can't help but resent that he plays four hours a day while I struggle to find an hour to go to the gym. It's killing our sex life. I don't find him attractive. I don't even want to kiss him with that scratchy, straggly beard. We were great before, and now everything is taking um, a nosedive. Help, please. We aren't even married yet. Okay. Um. All I'm going to say is, Sistrin, it's important to you that you guys keep up the same type of schedule right he might benefit from leaving the house it seems like he's in some sort of mild depression like the change has just took a toll on him and he doesn't know how to make things make sense with you know not having like the regulated schedule of having to get up and be somewhere at a certain time right so he's just needing some feedback from you to say hey honey uh you're nasty period you're nasty and uh you need to you need to wash your ass and you need to change clothes and you need to clean the house and need to shave regularly just because you're sitting in front of this computer and don't have to do nothing i mean you can look any kind of way i think you just need to communicate with him and i feel like the fact that you would write a letter first tells me that um maybe you should not be his fiance right um i'm assuming you're writing the letter first because i feel like if you would have communicated this he would have fixed it anybody who cares about the way that person they live with feels would do something about it. That's what I think. And I just think you need to tell them like, this is so unattractive. Those words I feel are very strong. (laughs) You know, I I think you just tell somebody, Hey, you can't do this. You need to do this. I understand the schedule change is different for you, but you, you still had to, you got to stay on top of the rest of the stuff. And I want to speak to you possibly being jealous that he's remote and you don't get to. And that's where I'll leave it. What you think, Carmen? I definitely don't think that this has anything to do with depression. I think this has everything to do with the fact that because he doesn't have to get up and make himself presentable, this is who he truly is. I think this is him and this is your first time seeing him. Um, Because most of the men that, and listen, I work from home and I am definitely we PJs on the bottom and maybe a blouse on the top. You feel me? Like, but when it comes to, um, becoming unkempt in a lot of ways 
and um if he ain't shaving and he just in his pjs and that that probably also means that he's probably not washing his ass like he's supposed to and then you know the fact that he's also um simply just not helping and choosing not to help i think that this is who he is you know what i'm saying and no, i'll too much of the departure of what he was doing i think a lot of this has something to do with the the, the shift in schedule i think it's impacting him more than just him falling into old default settings. I feel like if somebody is poor at grooming, you're going to see that in the way they appear and dress in the, in the first place. I don't think it's just going to just Not if you got unravel. to get up and get yourself together Monday through Friday to go into the office. Yeah, but then she would have complained about what, he, what his look was on the weekend. You know, I feel like... I feel Un, like when I, I see unkempt beard, that's not weekend stubble. This motherfucker just not... He... he just not shaving no more. He's not shaving anymore. But what I'm saying is like, she would have saw glimpses of this on the weekend or something. I don't, 48 hours ain't enough for you to completely fall to pieces. If you keep not. yourself up during the week, you know what I'm No, I absolutely see what you're trying to say. I just think that unless he Magilla gorilla and be growing hair, like talking about 48 hours ain't that long. Do you feel like she's told him anything in regards to this letter? Before? Absolutely not. No. Okay. Absolutely do, not. <laughs> do, do you think? Do you think she should communicate everything she said in the letter? Absolutely, because and and but I think she also needs to take into account there may be a bit of jealousy here because maybe she wants to work a hybrid situation and can't. But then I mm-hmm. also need her to acknowledge that when I work from home, I am working. Right. I'm not Mm -hmm. now I will put on a load of laundry, but the majority of the time I am working. Right. So Mm -hmm. video games, I also need to know what type of work does he do? If he work at a call center or is he VP of marketing for some shit? Like that's also something to 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 consider. Right. If if getting groceries is an issue, if he's home all day, why can't y'all Instacart? Someone's there to pick up the groceries when they arrive. You know what I'm saying? So I, I well, think she just wants be... the dishes washed, but I feel like she has to communicate. I, what I feel you like you need to communicate that, did, boo. This this letter has been her venting session because she doesn't feel like she should have to tell him these things because why should? But you have I? to. But He's a like man. You have to because his schedule has changed. I feel like had the schedule not changed to him being remote, you wouldn't know this side of him. So now that you mm. see this side of him, you have to say, hey, I am noticing everything you listed in the uh, thing. And you say, that's who I uh, accepted to be engaged to. You, this person who leaves on pajamas all day and don't help around the house and don't shave and don't go to the gym. I didn't, I didn't promise to marry you. Mm-hmm. I actually ain't marrying you. So if you want us to be anything, you're going to have to keep, you're going to have to figure out recalibrate and figure out how to maintain what you were doing before without having the, the, the need to prepare for the office. Right. Because mm-hmm. I, that's why I say it's depression because I know what it's like when your schedule shifts in a way to where everything that was built around their schedule kind of falls apart. Mm. And it's a depression of sort because you do not know how to reclaim that side of yourself without that aspect being there. Well, baby, maybe you need to be asking, can you still go to and go into the office uh, two, three days a week or something like that? 
Um, but again, I think this also, y'all clearly don't have, you need to talk to this man. How in the fuck is you going, don't we say this all the time? How are you having sex with people that you're scared to talk to? And how are you going to marry someone that you're scared to talk to? Mm-mm-mm. Tangent. There was a video that I saw on TikTok, right? Okay. And I did a stitch to it because, you know, I'm addicted to TikTok. But anywho, this lady, this woman, for whatever reason, she couldn't do the normal grocery store run. Right. So she made a list for her husband. It had the aisle number, the name of the product, the acceptable alternate and the prices. She went as far as to add the tax and say this is what the total should be for her husband to go to the grocery store right Mm -hmm. and it infuriated me crystal because if you've got to do all of that if you've got to handhold a man through the grocery to to for him to get to the grocery store what is the point but then i said this man is doing this shit on purpose he's feigning ignorance and he He's what he thought that he was going to do. And I'm assuming here speculation. I don't have shit to back this up, but I can only assume that his thought process was surely she's not going to write this whole list out and she'll just say it would just be easier for me to go and do it. Right. Mm -hmm. But then she didn't and gave that man a list and it infuriated me. How would you feel? If you had to do something just to get your mans to help out with something like the weekly groceries, because for for whatever this week, you just simply couldn't. But y'all need groceries. How would that make you feel? That she had to do all of that stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really know. I feel like it, it does seem like she did have an Instacart app open <laughs> and was able to give him that. So why not just order the fucking groceries? She should have just ordered it. She honestly could have just Instacarted. Um, so I, my husband, I create the list and he goes to get the groceries. I don't have to list alternates or prices, but he goes to get the groceries. But I have to create the list, and if I don't create the list, he gonna find he'll come back with groceries. Let's just say, but it won't be like the things we need. Mm-hmm. It'll be like the things he could think of and what he wants himself, and that we'll just have to eat because he wanted it. So I do understand an aspect of that, like not being an issue at all for him to just be able to follow it. But maybe she knows her husband and maybe she knows he needs like extreme guidance in this certain this store situation. Or and maybe, so she just set him up for success. Or maybe he's one of them archaic ass husbands who really just don't do shit and sees his wife as just labor. Well, I think I think at that point, if that's because there are men out there and there there are great women that are attached to them and they got multiple kids and they got to do everything for everybody in that house because they're the only adult seemingly. And, <laughs> and it's unfortunate. But I think if a woman is going to stay attached to those things then they have to figure out how to make things easier for them. And I, unfortunately, oh, that might make that might <laughs> that does mean that they have to put their foot down at times when they wouldn't want to because they're used to this dynamic. Because, again, like you say, women prop up the patriarchy more than men do sometimes. Come and on. a lot of us, a lot of us, a lot of women do that by supporting these this 
this lack these of types of shenanigans yeah yeah this lack of help and it's unfortunate but they are used to it themselves and so it they makes feel me like so failures. sad it does but, it does it really does because i know but, like i don't I feel like I, I, I have it pretty easy. Like, I feel like my husband's mom did a good job on him by teaching him awesome to do stuff for him. Because it's like he doesn't, like, he just doesn't rely on me to do all these things. And, you know, like, if I even try, he's going to look at me crazy. Like, girl, calm down. Right? So, I, I feel really, really lucky because I did need that type of partner. Like, mm-hmm. would I have tried to do it all? Yes. Would I have mastered it? I probably would have figured it out. But would I have been happy long run, in the long run? I don't think so, you know? So, like, I I really think if the women are struggling, I'm not going to say leave these men, but I am going to say communicate with these men. Or at least make sure you're in the position to where you ain't got to do nothing else but take care of your home. Like, for you to have to take care of your home to that extent and hold down a job, I feel like that's definitely slavery. Mm. I'm sorry. That's no other word for it because then where do you get to handle you? Mm-hmm. Child, but maybe that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother it day. It is, but I feel like that's what that, <laughs> when you saw that list and you were triggered, that's where you went. Oh my girl. When I tell you, I was, I'll send it to you if I can say, I was like, what the fuck is the point of him like he's feigning ignorance because he simply don't want to contribute in any meaningful way to the upkeep and the maintenance of his household. Mm-hmm. And and then gonna have the audacity to tap you on the shoulder in the middle of the night and ask for some ass. I wish <sighs> thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Because <laughs> I was about to go. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. It's a real thing. It, it, and oh I think God. there's so many people who probably don't listen to this show because, uh, like, I feel like if they had, if they put themselves in a position to hear the reality of what other people thought about what they put up on a regular, they would go crazy. Right? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they don't listen to people like me and you because it does not support <laughs> their lifestyle and them keeping their sanity. Okay. I, I just know that I would be completely miserable if that was my existence because I'm not pulling. I'm, I'm just, I just physically and emotionally and spiritually, if I've got to do all of the labor of this relationship, why in the fuck do I need you? Because at this point, the way that some of these dynamics are set up, if your man left today, what would change? Cause you've been doing it all anyway. And that is sad. Girl, yes. But, you know, um, I hope we helped the letter writer in some way. Yeah, girl, talk to your man. Tell him. Tell him just like he told us. Yeah. (laughs) And if he is depressed, talk to your man and see if maybe he can get some alterations to his schedule to help him feel more like himself so that, you know, you can get back to the man that you fell in love with. But if this is him ultimately at his core, then, girl, you got some reevaluation to do. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. So there is that. That is today's episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Feel free to get yeah. at us. You can uh, send us a message on Instagram, or I mm-hmm. believe you can even comment in uh, what is it? In what Spotify, it? yeah. In Spotify, you can. So yeah, reach out. Let us know. And shout out to anybody 
who is reaching out. We appreciate anything. When you take your time to give us feedback, we love it. We love it. We love it. We have to figure out a way to showcase it on the show. Um, If that's all right with y'all, you might have to add that to the comment. Y'all can say this on the show. But, yeah, we love it all. So, thank you, guys. And until next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Reigning Opinions Podcast. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Reigning Pod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at reigningopinionspod at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcast. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the opinions flowing. Rain on.